Some people are consumed by the flames. Others are forged by them. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Welcome. Be motivated and be inspired. Let's go. G'day team, Glenn Azar here. Welcome you back to the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Love that quote. Some people are consumed by the flames and it should be by their flames, by their fires and others are forged by them. What does it mean? We all have challenges in life. We've all had challenges in life. I don't care how perfect life looks to you or feels to you, particularly when you're looking at someone else's, I can guarantee they have been through challenging times. I can absolutely guarantee they've had moments that have broken them or near broken them. Some people are consumed by that. Some people are dragging that emotional baggage through life with them. And some people are forged by it. It makes them bigger. It makes them stronger. It makes them harder to kill the next time. It makes them more resilient. Some people are forged by the flames, and that's a choice that you get to make. It's the perception on how you deal with things. Now, one of the big things for me is to not drag stuff through, which I've talked about a couple of weeks ago. Don't drag stuff through life, just constantly reliving it or wondering what if I'd done something different. Yes, analyse it, think about what you could have done differently, and then move on. And then when faced with a similar situation, do something differently. And that's how we consistently learn. The problem I see is that a lot of us are dealing with this negativity and hate. And I can give you some really basic examples. Obviously, you can look at anything around social media to do with politics or even COVID at the moment, um, you know, whether it's American politics or Australian. And you just see people with it, just such hatred and hate speech, and I don't understand it. But then I even went through recently, uh, one of my cousins popped up on Facebook and he hadn't been on social media for some years for reasons outside of this conversation. But now that he's uh, back out in the real world and he's put himself back out onto social media, I just went and scrolled through and just to sort of catch up, I guess, a little bit. And what interested me is, and this just seems inane, I guess, in a way, but he has an issue with Bunnings. And I don't know what the issue is, but for once a month, when I go back three or four months worth of posts, there's this absolute spray about how much he hates Bunnings. And it's not just a, hey, Bunnings is a crap place. It's like deep. It's this deep-seated hatred. And it may be justified. I don't know. Maybe they've done something to him. Maybe, you know, they kidnapped one of his kids or knocked off his puppy. I don't know. It seems like something pretty bad. But the truth is, it's probably something really innocuous. It's probably something, eh, whatever. But he's carrying this hatred. And it's not a big deal, of course, but it got me thinking. Why would I want to get on and just have this absolute hatred for someone or something? And I know that this is a kind of a funny one to read about him ranting heavily, seriously about Bunnings. And I can make jokes about that. But the truth is, I think we all do it. I know for a fact I've done it. I've had people that have done things to me where I perceive myself to have been the victim, where I absolutely feel I did everything above board and in the best interest of of myself and the other person or people or business, and I've been burnt. Now, I have the option to either carry that with me, which I have done for time. I used to carry hatred very heavily from childhood things right through, and I did it for decades, not just years, decades. And I'm getting to an age and a stage in life where I go, what was the value in that? What did it bring me? Did it make me feel good because I was able to say I was the victim and, it, and it's not my fault? Maybe. Maybe I just was unaware that I was doing it. Maybe I felt like I was having some moral victory by doing it. But I just now don't understand the need or the requirement for hatred. If I hate someone, 
that passionately, if they've done something that's damaged me so badly in my own mind, just move on. Don't speak to them. Don't interact with them. Have nothing to do with them. Don't walk into Bunnings. Go to Mitre 10 in this instance. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, we get to choose how we interact with the world. We get to choose what hurts us and how much it hurts us. Now, I'll say that with some sort of caveat. When I say we get to choose what hurts us, yes, the initial incident might be out of our control, particularly when we're younger. Someone does something and it hurts us. Now, from that point on, if that's still hurting me in 10 years and 20 years' time, that's on me. Now I've decided to let that have a much bigger effect than it deserved to have. I don't like to let people have access inside my brain to affect the rest of my life when, to be truthful, they've probably got no idea. They're probably 10 years on in their journey as well and haven't even given that incident a second thought. They don't think they've done anything wrong. They never think about me. And yet I'm dragging this through life with me and it doesn't make sense. One of the challenges I give people through the Mindset and Motivation Summits, and I've just finished the online version, which was phenomenal. So thanks to everyone that joined into that. But one of the challenges I give them, I give them a 14-day challenge to finish with, with, which is one way of getting uncomfortable every day for 14 days. Sometimes they're physical, sometimes they're more mental, sometimes it's just, you might not even think it makes you uncomfortable, but it might make someone else. So it's 14 different things. Uh, And one of those things is to just smile at everyone that you meet today. Like create a different energy around yourself. Create a different energy around other people. Do that in the similar sense that I just stop carrying these negative thoughts and and this anger and this desire to rant on social media about something that doesn't change anything like Bunnings aren't reading your social and going geez we better change that because this bloke seems really upset it's been three months in a row they don't care you know and and they probably haven't done anything that bad when you look at the world scheme then on the other side of that you can say the person that you've probably blocked and then you're still ranting about you know why block them if they're still renting space inside your head I'm not saying what what has happened was right. I'm not saying that what has happened shouldn't have hurt you and you shouldn't feel bad for a period of time. What I'm saying is control how long it affects you for because otherwise this is the rest of your life. And again, I did this for decades. It didn't help me. So you can either be consumed by the fire or you can be forged by it. And I guess that's your choice. So think about the things you've been dragging through life. What can you let go of? And what should you let go of? Thanks for listening to this episode of the Building Better Humans podcast with your host, Glenn Azar. For feedback, to stay up to date, or go back and find an old episode, head over to 180.net.au. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Let's go.